Welcome to the Badass Direct Sales Mastery Podcast with your direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger. Badass Direct Sales Mastery is a podcast for rock star direct sales moms who are determined to make their business kick ass. Jenny will share her knowledge of effective sales and recruiting techniques, tips to get what you want from your business, and will interview direct sales professionals and leaders from various companies. The interviews will give insight to how these rock stars got to where they are and where they plan to grow in the future. And now, the direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger. Hey, everybody. Welcome to this episode of Badass Direct Sales Mastery Podcast. This week, we are having a fun happy hour online on Zoom. I invited some of you from the Badass community on Facebook to join me for a fun evening, a nice happy hour. And the first person who jumped on is Nicole Sweeney. Welcome, Nicole. Hello. Thanks for having me. Yay. So tell me, how are you weathering the 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 situation, we'll call it? Um, we're hanging there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Hanging as my almost two-year-old is banging at the door. So that's that's how it's going. Yeah, of course. No, I get it. So so what has changed for you during all of this fun stuff? Um, everything. So I went from homeschooling my I now homeschooling my two children. And my husband is now working from home. He's an insurance agent, so he's on the phone all day. So it's trying to homeschool my children with a toddler and um, try to keep them quiet all day. Um, While my husband is on the phone. Um, And so doing that while trying to maintain my business with direct sales has been interesting for sure. I imagine so. I imagine so. So what changes have you been making for your business? Changes that I have been making, everything is now all being done online. So I have converted any parties that are willing to convert over um, to either Zoom parties or to Facebook parties. I've been doing a lot of interaction and building connection with my VIP group on Facebook for business. And so team-wise, we're doing, we started doing Zoom chats weekly with our team so that we, we can stay connected with them. And I've just been checking in with them and seeing if there's anything that I can do. So yeah, so that's, that's it. Yeah. Doing what I can. Did you bring a beverage with you for happy hour? Cause it's not a happy hour without a beverage. Oh, what do you have in there? I made myself a rum punch. Ooh, nice. Hey. I, I am enjoying a Guinness. Oh. <laughs> a Guinness. Cause I bought the Guinness for St. Patrick's day to make beer bread. And uh-huh. I was like, all right. Well, I drank all my Corona, like literally <laughs> finished all my Corona last night because I happened to have it in the fridge when all of this went down. So yeah, I, I grabbed a couple of Guinness. So I, I had just literally been on a, uh, a, a happy hour call with my podcast coaches because they're also doing the same thing <laughs> that we're doing right now. Um, and so that's the nice guys on business. If you guys don't listen to the nice guys on business, I highly recommend that you do. Doug Sandler is an amazing interviewer and he, he interviews all kinds of cool people, but they are a ton of fun and every, well, not every Friday, but most Fridays I'm somehow involved in the show just because I also work for those guys. So I'm also a podcast coach on their turnkey podcast team. So I actually help people launch podcasts using turnkey podcast system. So it's pretty cool. So yeah. yep, sitting here enjoying my Guinness. 
So have you done any fun Zooms? Because I know most people have been using Zoom for business. Have you had the opportunity to do any fun Zooms? Just, you know, with my team, we're just, the Zooms that we're doing are just checking in, having fun, you know, having happy hour together. So not necessarily business-wise, just so that we're still connecting. Oh, good idea. So, yeah. So that's been a lot of fun because it's my whole team. So I'm connecting with women from um, Cleveland as well. I'm in the Buffalo, New York area. So they're out in Cleveland. So I get to, we've seen each other via internet more than we normally do. So that's been really nice. Oh, nice. Well, that's pretty cool. Yeah. My back when I was active in direct sales, a vast majority of my team was in the St. Louis area where I am, but I did occasionally pull people in from other States just because they were friends, family members, whatever, who, who lived out and about, and they didn't have anybody doing what I did where they were. So they, they, they jumped on cause they was like, they figured this is a ground floor opportunity cause there's nobody that I know doing it out here. So that was a, an amazing opportunity um, to be able to begin to grow my team, you know, out and far away. Cause then I also got to write off a visit to a family member or a friend right. who lived in another state. Cause I was, I was going to help them launch their business. So that was really <laughs> kind of fun. It was cool. Yep. So it was great. So yeah, one of the fun zooms that I just had the idea to do today, and I don't know if this is something you're into, but I'm going to propose it to a bunch of people and see who wants to join me for it. I think it would be fun to do karaoke on Zoom. Ah, that would be fantastic. That would be so much fun. I I think that would be a blast because I know YouTube has a whole bunch of karaoke videos. So you can literally probably go find any song you want to sing. Right. There's a way to share the video, share the sound, and then you get to be the one who sings along while everyone listens. Or if you want people to join you, you can tell them to unmute themselves and just, I think it'd be so fun to have a karaoke time. That would be really fun. I mean, I would love that. And I haven't seen anybody else doing that. I've seen Mm -hmm. people doing Jackbox games on Zoom. I've seen people doing Scattergories. I've seen a lot of grandparents are sending their kids Yahtzee cards, sending their grandkids Yahtzee cards, and then grandma and grandpa have the dice, and so they roll the dice for all the kids, and the kids have to track their Yahtzees. Oh, that's so much fun. Yeah, so the families are getting to play games that way, too, so I think that's really cute, but I I haven't heard of anybody doing karaoke on Zoom, so I'm like, ooh, ooh, that would be so much fun, because I love karaoke. <laughs> Maybe I'll do that later tonight, get a bunch of people and put that out on my, on my Facebook. So if you guys are listening to this on the podcast, go find Jenny Bellinger on Facebook because I'm willing to bet you I recorded the zoom and put it directly on my page. (laughs) So go watch and see if we actually did it. Hold us accountable, please. So yeah, cool, cool. So share with everybody, maybe something about you, Nicole, that well, they probably don't know because they don't know who you are. So share something fun about you. Hmm, fun about me. I hate these questions. <laughs> okay. Do you, would, because I can't ever think of what, what fun is. Right. Okay. Well, how about this? Have you ever done like the two truths and a lie? Yeah. Okay. So do you have an idea of two truths? and a lie. And we'll see if I can figure that out while we wait for other people to also potentially join us. Sure. I play the clarinet. I 
am a marriage and family therapist. And I love seafood. Oh, okay. You play the clarinet, marriage and family therapist, and you love seafood. Okay. So I know the second one is true. I know that's a truth. <laughs> so she is a marriage and family therapist, which works perfectly with her direct sales business, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, so then I have to figure out whether the clarinet or seafood thing is real. Let's see. You live in New York. Is that right? And you're, yeah. but you're in Western New York. Yes. So I'm going to say the seafood thing is the lie. It is. You're right. Yes. You're, okay. you're right. I have been playing clarinet since I was in the third grade. Oh, wow. Cool. Yep. Cool. Do you still play? I do. Really? Yep. yep. I sing at my church. Um, and so for every Christmas season, I play at our Christmas masses. Oh, neat. That is so cool. I love that. I, I, you know, I think it's so cool when people are still playing musical instruments as, as adults, my boyfriend still plays trumpet. He doesn't practice very often, but that's mostly because he didn't know that there's an adult marching band here in our area. He just literally found out about it like a week ago, like, well, not even a week ago in the last couple of days. And so I think he's going to start practicing because I think he wants to join when they start having their, their live practices again. But I do not play an instrument. So that's a truth about me. I'll, I'll start there. Like I, I can, I can, I can read music, but I can't, I, there's not an instrument that I can say I play fluently. So that's it. Let's see. All right. So two truths and a lie for me. So I am going to say, let's see. So I have lived in eight different states. My first car was a Porsche. And the third thing about me is I jumped off a cliff because my friends did. Mm. All right. So I'm going to guess that you have lived in eight different states is your lie. No, that is totally true. true. I grew okay. I grew up in the Air Force, so I have lived in eight different states. Uh -huh. uh, I have actually now lived in uh, twelve different cities, or twelve different um, more addresses than that. But I've had twelve different cities. I haven't gone through and actually counted my addresses because in some places we ended up moving house to house. So you know, here in O'Fallon, I've actually lived in three different houses. So. <laughs> So yeah, it's, uh, so the, the number of addresses is astronomical. So the, the last two that are left are, uh, okay. are that my first car is a Porsche. And, uh, the other thing was I jumped off a cliff because my friends did. Okay. So then I'm going to say you jumped off a cliff is your lie. Nope. That's no. the truth too. <laughs> So you had really a really nice car for your first car. No, my first car was a 1982 Buick Skylark. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, so I, the story behind, I jumped off a cliff because my friends did is there was a bunch of us who had gone to, uh, there's a, a thing here in the Midwest called the Lake of the Ozarks. And there is this one area on the lake where this cliff kind of juts out over the water. And that particular summer, there was a drought. And so the, the water level was really, really, really low. 
And so a lot of people were going and jumping off of that cliff and, and I did it, but I made sure I was like, okay, so here's the deal. I am going to do it, but I'm going to do it wearing a life vest because that way, if anything happens to me, at least I float to the top and I'm not going to like drown. (laughs) I did it, but because it was a cliff that like jutted out over the water, there was like this like area of air. And right as I jumped, this gust of wind blew out and blew my legs out from under me. So I landed on my butt. Oh my goodness. And I had a bruise because I didn't just land on my, on my ass. I landed on my right thigh. So I had a bruise that went from my knee all the way up to my lower back because that's exactly where I landed. It looked horrible. I couldn't wear shorts for like three weeks because of the, because of all of the, the, you could see the recovering bruise. Like it started in that black purpley and then went to the green, blue, yellow thing. So then I just looked sickly and it was bad. (laughs) So my question is, was it worth it? Was it worth it? Um, after all the pain, no, <laughs> but I don't regret it because it's some, it, it does make for a fun story right. and, um, I can, you know, it's something I can now say, I, I can check it off the list. So that way, you know, if my mom ever does, well, <laughs> well, if your friends Jeff jumped off a cliff, would you? <laughs> yeah. Evidently the answer to that is yes. <laughs> right. Answer to that is evidently yes. Or at least when I was 22, 23 years old at the time when it <laughs> happened. It was, it was an experience for sure. Absolutely for sure. So yeah, no, crazy, crazy stuff. So tell me, so I don't know, why don't you, why don't you ask me a question? What do you, what would you like to know? Sure. Um, let's see. Or we can play one of the, I was going to say, we can play one of the games from your parties (laughs) because this is an explicit podcast. So we're allowed to say whatever we want here, y'all. We could. Um, so let's see. So what do you think the best part about being a coach is? Oh, all right. So I'd have to say the best part of being a coach is when my clients have a breakthrough moment, whether it's around their business, whether it's around their personal life, um, what, when they have that aha, like that's what I needed to hear in that moment, or I finally put all the pieces of the puzzle together. They all just hit it right at just that right spot. When they have that moment, I, I get just as happy and excited as they do. So that's, I think the, what I like best about being a coach is is seeing that in other people. And I think that comes from the fact that I used to be a teacher and my favorite part with teaching was when kids had that light bulb aha moment of really understanding what I was teaching. So I think, I think that works pretty well. So yeah, no, being a coach is, it feels like everything in my life has pointed me in this direction, you know, for 40 something, 38 years, once I decided I, I, I needed to be a coach. So, you know, I finally, I, whenever I talk to like any of my nieces and nephews or anybody who's, who's younger, my boyfriend's kids are in high school and college. And whenever we're talking about what you want to be when you grow up, I'm like, Hey, don't, don't feel like you have to make that decision now. Cause I didn't figure it out. And I didn't figure out what I wanted to be when I grew up until I was 38. So <laughs> you got time girls. <laughs> you have yeah. time, you know, the, don't the put older, that pressure on yourself. Yeah. And, and honestly, the older you get, the more you grow into who you really are. 
And so, you know, and I'm sure as a, as a marriage and family therapist, that's something that you probably have seen as well um, with couples is that, that growth factor, are they growing together or growing apart? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah. That was yeah. One of my favorite things about being a therapist is finding those breakthrough moments with them. So yeah, exactly. That that aha moment is just it's absolutely amazing. And, you know, especially if you don't see it coming. Yes. You know, because they have other things happening in their head that you don't know about yet. And then all of a sudden they're like, oh my gosh. Blah yeah. blah 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 blah. You know, and they start like, you know, that that's the really the really cool thing. So awesome. cool, cool. How has being a marriage and family therapist played into your business? So the really fun, funny thing about it is that, so Pure Romance is an amazing company on top of, you know, just the products that we sell. They, they put a lot of time and energy into training their consultants. And Mm -hmm. so it's funny because like, as I was going through a training program called Future Leaders, we were talking about mirroring and mimicking our customers and, and I was learning the exact same things while I was in school. And so I was like, wow, I'm paying all this money. And they're teaching me the same thing. Um, But specifically, when I was a therapist, I focused on sex therapy. Mm -hmm. So it helps immensely in my business because I have that sexual health background, number one. But then I can also work with my customers when I'm seeing that they are having some blockage regarding sex. Um, And so being able to kind of work with them to see what, you know, how, what's happening and how they can move past that. And, you know, being able to get them to open up to me a little bit more. I have a really great rapport building that I can make with my customers that they're finding that they can open up and share things that they wouldn't open up with many people about. So it helps um, having that training really, really well. And then I think that, you know, it's because I have that, you know, I've been in the sexual health field so I've been with Pure Romance for 10 years. And so I've been in the sexual health field for 13 or 14 years. So it just wow. gives me that background. And it's just something I'm comfortable with and I have a passion for it, which I think is also super important. That it, you have a passion for your business? <laughs> <laughs> for those of you who don't know, Pure Romance is a relationship and bedroom enhancing business. Um, hopefully you guys have heard the interview that I did actually with the, the CEO of the company that Nicole works with, Chris Ciccinelli. His episode is, I believe, episode number 13. So you guys can go back and look for that. His episode is called BPA, Blow People Away, which in this moment just now, I thought, man, there is some innuendo on that. <laughs> I I did not even pick up on that when I was interviewing him because I was so fangirling over talking to him because I've been listening to his podcast for, I think, a little over a year now. And so it was just like, oh, my gosh, I'm actually talking to the guy who's like, like in my head, like (laughs) once a week. So for those of you who are not regular podcast listeners to other podcasts, um, I would highly recommend going and listening to Chris Ciccinelli's podcast. It's called High Intensity Tactics for Growth with Chris Ciccinelli and his last name is, is kind of hard to spell, but if you could, if you just find high intensity tactics for growth, you'll be able to find that no problem. So, but he's amazing. I, I, he and I have so many things in common with how we think about things and talk about things. And I'm sure you've probably seen that in the time that we've known each other. Yes. Um, just 
you know, I, I was so excited to get to, to interview him and, you know, looking forward to a time when I can be on his podcast and working with his podcast crew to get on his as well. So fingers crossed I'll be on there soon. So fantastic. I can't wait. Oh That's my gosh. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Fun, fun. Well, I don't want to keep you too terribly long. This is just supposed to be a fun little happy hour. And this episode is just going to be, you know, something fun for people to listen to, maybe learn a little about you, learn a little about me. If anybody else joins us too late, oh, well, too late. Got to be on time. Be present, be on time. Right, Nicole? Absolutely. <laughs> you better believe it. I was like, oh, I got to go. Sorry. I got to I got to chat. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we, away. <laughs> we got to go have some fun. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, you know, feel free to tell them that you were on the, that you were on the zoom straight up until 6 PM your time. <laughs> <laughs> right. I won't, I won't tell anybody. I'll, I'll keep it. I'll, I'll keep it quiet. All right. Well, you have a great evening. Thanks so much for joining me, Nicole. You are very welcome. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. We'll talk to you later. Right. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Badass Direct Sales Mastery Podcast with your direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger. Why are you waiting to go to BadassDirectSalesMastery.com? Don't make the dom get her whip. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to share it with another rock star that you know in direct sales after you subscribe to the podcast so you won't miss any future episodes. You can also check out the show notes for links and any contact information mentioned in today's episode. We'll see you next time.